Welcome to the Joyful Miles Podcast, the podcast that's all about inspiring you to enjoy life one mile at a time. I'm your host, Rob, and joining us this week, we have Laura. Hello, everybody. And back from her Florida vacation is Jackie. And Jackie, judging from the pictures, it seems like it was just a little bit warmer than Marathon Weekend. Oh my God, it was so nice. It felt so good. You even went to a water park. <laughs> I was so jealous of that. We went to Blizzard Beach, and oh my gosh, it was great. There's nobody there. So it was really relaxing. So definitely, don't forget those. We, you know, we, we have so many days left from former hoppers. Um, don't forget your water parks. They're fun. Yeah. I love water parks. I'm the only one in my family who really likes them. So we have to go one time. We should do that. That would be so fun. I would be all over that. Actually, I have one day left from a ticket I purchased in 2006. We have a travel agent who got us a non-expiring kind because we didn't know better back then. So I still have one day on that. Nice. I have 10 days on one of my old hoppers left for the water. Oh, wow. Maybe we'll have to look at April, see if we can make that work. Yeah, that would be fun. I would be all over that. Uh, but speaking of Disney, Laura, we are just about a week away from the Princess Half Marathon. And I wasn't sure if you wanted to just remind everybody of the meetup you have scheduled and when that's going to be and logistically where that is. Yes, I am so excited about this because the weather forecast is going to be nice and warm so far. You know, things can change on a dime. But yes, looking pretty good. Um, So definitely, if you're going to be a princess, you want to hydrate, grab some water while you're listening to this now. Go into the race weekend hydrated rather than waiting until the race starts. But we are going to have a group meetup. Uh, with Gerald from Res Runs and with Kimberly Estabrook on Friday at the boardwalk uh, right near where the Ample Hills Creamery is from 3 to 4.30. So I would love to see anyone, if you can, if you can make it out, it'd be great. And in preparation of your princess journey, uh, be sure to check out all of the material we have on Princess. We chatted last week with Kristen, who is a perfect princess, so be sure to check out that episode, uh, plus lots of videos revolving around Princess. And Laura, you did a nice little blog post this week um with a bunch of yeah, it, was, it was tiny it was it was just a little a bit few what did it take you like it was, five minutes to slap together yeah yeah <laughs> just a hundred a hundred tips that's all <laughs> i couldn't think of a hundred anything i don't think <laughs> i even have sub tips because i wanted to keep it at the even hundred actually i started this two years ago yeah. and i wanted to get it up before princess and things always just got crazy so finally this year i got it done and i also was brave and did my first live solo show on sunday night <laughs> Of course, everything, so much went wrong. Oh my gosh, my lighting was off. I looked like I had jaundice. And then Bob at the end came home and he was talking on his phone and I was, I was doing the live show over my phone. So all of a sudden no one could hear me. They're hearing Bob's conversation. And he was talking with this one guy who, you know, they're good friends. You know, they do a lot of business together, but they're just so hot headed with each other. So he's arguing with, with this guy on the phone and I'm running out to the garage. I'm like, Hey, but he, of course, did not know a clue what was going on. <laughs> a live show, anything could happen. But we chatted for a long time, and it was really awesome. So thank you to everyone who tuned in. So and I sure did to, not pass it out, guys. So big thumbs up for that. Yeah, and be sure to, to follow us on Facebook and, and, and YouTube so you don't miss these live shows because you never know what's going to happen. Ooh, it's live. <laughs> I think I said something about picking my nose at one time. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't take it back. Nope. <laughs> Uh, but this week, we wanted to kind of reset a little bit. Uh, we are just a, about a month and a half into the year, and we wanted to check in with our goals uh, and goal setting, a very, very important part of training and um, keeping yourself accountable. Um, and also answer some of your questions, because we've gotten a lot of questions over the last week or so. 
uh, from our Joyful Miles Running Club. So um, starting with goals, ladies, um, how are you both approaching this year? What's important to you? And what are you hoping to achieve? You want to go first, Laura? I went, I was already chatty, so I was going to take a break. And like, Jackie, say something. I don't think you've said anything. All right. I, <laughs> um, for me, personally, last last year was a huge running year for me. Um, I, I had joined Orange Theory, and for the first time, um, I cared a little bit about my pace, which is still probably slower than most people. But um, So this year, I would love to set a new PR for a race. I don't know if that'll happen, because um, I'm not going to Orange Theory as much. So that's my other goal. I want to keep up with the cross-training. Um, I still enjoy Orange Theory, but it's, I will admit it, I'm just getting a little burned out from it. You know, I, I get bored easily. A year is like the longest I've ever done anything and I'm still going to go, but I've lowered my membership to like twice a year. So I, or twice a week, I guess eight times a month. So I just want to make sure I get my full eight classes in and um, maybe get a new PR. But other than that, I'm not too much of a goal setter. <laughs> Do you have a specific like distance or time in mind that you're shooting for? No, I just want to be by even one second, my PR, which was uh, Broad Street last year. So I don't even remember what it was. It was like average pace of, what was it, 10, 17 maybe? Just, uh, I think just around 10 minutes, I think. Yeah, I, I just want to be, I'd be happy to beat it by a second, but um, I, don't, I don't necessarily think I'm doing much to make that happen. I will say I'm not much of a goal person. I'm more like... I just want to do these races and I want to have fun and I want to be able to stay healthy and not get injured. So that's always my goal. Speaking of injury, Laura, I bet that has to play a little bit in your goals. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. It does. I, I have this super huge hashtag run all the races attitude this year, you know, cause I mean, knock on wood, you know, my feet are hanging in there. The therapy has been helping. So so yeah, and I am the big goal setter. I have my happy planner <laughs> with all sorts of huh? what? So we're like yin and yang, you and I. I know. I was gonna say, how many pages is that? Uh, <laughs> is there a hundred goals there too to match your uh, your tips? Oh, oh, it's it's quite ugly. Oh yeah, I need to do a video on my setup this year because there's some people that. I've been talking to who love the happy planner, total planner people, and they want to see it. So maybe I'll, I'll do that after princess. Um, but the number one is I'm doing the run the year 2018 challenge where you run 2018 miles in 2018. Um, you can partner up with someone or do it in solo or a group of up to four. And um, I'm going to partner up with Heather Jorgensen. So, so yeah, we're each going to do 109 miles. I did this back in, what was it? 2015 with Jenny. 2009. You said 109. Just want to clarify. Did I? Okay. Thank you, honey. Keep me. And it's, it's early too. I have no excuse. We're actually taping early during the day for once. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was really good to keep me accountable. I love to, you know, check in with other people and Heather started, um, our team is team miles of awesome. We kind of combined joyful miles and, um, her tagline, go find your awesome. So you can find us on Instagram and just use the hashtag miles of awesome. But yeah, I mean, besides that, uh, Jackie, I have the same goal to get a new PR because mine officially has run out. Thank goodness. I had like one month left to go for it when I signed up for star Wars. Shoo. So I want to get a new 10 K proof of time and a new 10 miler or half miler to use for our next, um, either dopey or marathon weekend adventure. Um, and, and a, Big one to me 
a super huge one is I have really bad issues with knots in my calves and my shoulders. And a lot of times I'll work on them, you know, I'll use my um, buffer, I'll, I'll roll, but then I'm not always consistent and they come back. And I'm at that age where if I don't take care of these issues now, it's just going to get progressively worse. So, you know, I need to be more responsible when it comes to, you know, stretching and rolling and taking care of myself because I'll be the first to admit it, you know, and I've always had this, oh, I'm hardy. I don't need to stretch out whatever attitude before. And it really did kick me in the butt for a very long time. So, you know, this year I want to be smarter. How about that? <laughs> smarter. That's a, that's a decent idea. Um, you know, it's interesting how a year can change everything. You know, when I looked at to where I was last year, I was not happy. I was in an in-between phase. Uh, i kind of fallen out of shape. I was about 20 pounds heavier than I am now. Um, so my goals have changed now. I don't I'm not really focus on losing weight as much. Um, I'm at a pretty, I'm pretty much where I'm going to be. I think, uh, just maintaining it. And a few years ago, I really wanted to qualify for Boston. I uh, really wanted that to make my goal, but now I'm a little bit more realistic. <laughs> you know, life is crazy, you know, with two little boys and, and work. Um, it's, it's hard to dedicate the type of training to be able to get that fast, but still for me, I want a sub four marathon and I'm hoping by Chicago, I can do that. So I have at least three marathons this year, maybe four, uh, if I get in New York. Um, so I'm hoping by the time I get to Chicago, I can do a sub four. So we'll see. What is your qualifying time, Rob, for, for Boston? I'm just for your age group. I'm just curious. Uh, it's right around three hours. Three hours. That's not happening anytime soon. I got to get a little older. <laughs> make, see? Those, make those times kind of match up a little bit. That's um, where I, yeah. I'm at four now. For my age group. Um, so I would actually probably try to knock five minutes off my time then just mm -hmm. so I'd have a more shot of, of a more shot. That sounds great. But uh, yeah, I kind of took that off my list too. It's just, I don't know. I don't think it's realistic and not being well, negative, but I think it's important to be realistic with your goals, yeah. not to set yourself up for failure. Cause if you, you know, you're, you're going to put yourself in a negative space if you're not, you know, achieving these astronomical goals. So you got to kind of break it down, keep it simple. Uh, you don't have to necessarily do these long timelines. Keep it like, okay, I'm going to do that, you know, this, this week. Uh, and that's how I kind of, that's how we kind of handle marathon training, right? Like we're just going to tackle each, we're not going to worry about having to get to 20 miles six months from now. We want to make sure that we're hitting certain um, hallmarks along the way. So if you break it down and make it more attainable and you're honest with yourself, I mean, if you're a busy person, you know, if you've got kids, if you've got a crazy job and your hours are nuts, you know, it, it's, it's hard to fit these stuff, this, these things in. So be realistic with yourself. Mm -hmm. I also break my goals into quarters. You know, I think it's puts a lot of pressure on you when you set these big yearly goals or resolution because life can change so much throughout this time. And, and so I do, um, I have my quarterly goals and it, when you look at it in a 12 week basis, it's less intimidating. You know, it's, it's easier to really focus, which by the way is my word of the year. Do you guys do that? Do you pick a word of the year? This, kind of like the, the theme that you want to hold to and or anything like that no but maybe I should. <laughs> no i can pick a word though if you want me to you guys are motivating I, I, I feel like one of the listeners like you may need to do these things i know <laughs> it really helps like when you because sometimes i know for myself i make far too many goals and i put a lot of pressure on myself and when you just take a step back and you look at your life and and you really think and i pray um for the word you know for god to give me the word that i really just need to 
to, you know, think about. Um, and I did not want to use the word focus because focus isn't pretty or poignant. I wanted something like joy or peace. Mm -hmm or something like that. And the word focus kept popping in my head. And I was like, all right, God, I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, that in my personal life outside of running, that's something I'm really trying to do is just kind of step back, slow down a little bit with um, things that aren't really working towards my goals, which is to sell my third book this year and to get um, a book ready to self-publish as well. So yeah, it really helps. It really helps to kind of, you know, help you focus. It's important too. Like if you're depending upon what your goal is, uh, it can be overwhelming to think like what it's going to take to get there. You know, if you're in a place where you've got to lose some weight or you want to get faster, it's not something that happens overnight, you know, and to be able to sustain um, the consistency you need, you know, you, you got to kind of just think about, okay, I got to lose like one pound this week or um, I'm going to do one extra mile this week or whatever it is. And, and just kind of, you got to keep that. It's a grind. Um, but again, the difference a year can make, it can be astronomical. Yeah. Very much. Okay. Any other goals that you ladies have for this year? Well, what are, what are our big races this year? Rob, I want to go ahead. Yeah. I, I know you have some, some pretty awesome ones lined up. Yeah. I mean, we're all doing dark side, which is very exciting. Um, Yay. I, <laughs> Sorry. I'm excited. I know that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and then, and then Jackie and Laura, we've got the, the ball, the Buffalo marathon at the end of May. I can't uh, wait for the marathon. You ladies are currently signed up for the half. Yes. I'm thinking half. Yeah. Right now. Mm -hmm. What are you thinking? Laura? Half? I'm thinking, well, of course I want to do the full, um, because when I go, I want to go big, but I know with my past foot injury and, and issues, um, I am doing the Baltimore full marathon as far as the king crap challenge and three marathons uh, a year might be too much on my feet so i might just just do the the half and the cool have thing a blast. is you can upgrade so yeah. um i mean i a lot i think for me is going to depend on the weather you know we had a really long winter last year and, and that really affected my training for the buffalo bowl so there is that part of me i mean it was so rewarding to, to do it and um i felt so proud and I'm not trying to knock a half a half is still a huge accomplishment but for me doing the buffalo pull was just amazing so there is part of me that wants to do it again this year mm -hmm. i just have to see i'm going to see how the next couple months go and how yeah and the weather and stuff so. and that's a race you know we've talked about this that i don't have any specific goal for yet and like jackie it's going to depend upon how i feel at that at that point like how the training goes between now and then because like you said the winters are so crazy uh, even when you get into March and early April, it, you, you just don't know what the, you can still be dealing with snow and cold and, and ice. So, um, you know, so it, it depends on how much money running I can, I can get between now and then and, and where I'm feeling my pace is. Uh, but then I've also got Chicago in October, uh, which is going to be exciting. First time mm -hmm. doing Chicago, first time actually being in Chicago. So that's going to be fun. Um, and then we'll see what happens with New York. Uh, I'll find out, I think two weeks from today, actually, <laughs> if, uh, if I get in again, and if not, it's, you know, it's okay, but. It's when and then. Yeah, uh, we'll see. <laughs> no, we'll maybe. See. We'll see. We'll take a we'll look. See. I uh, definitely want to do wine and dine this year. Me too. I, that, that's definitely one I'm planning. Yeah. But. Good. And I think we're still like trying to figure out what other race we want to do. I know, because we have, in May, you have the Baltimore, the Frederick one. The Frederick. 
That's yeah. a really, I love that race. It's a good one to PR too. Um, except at the very end, they have this huge hill that just kind of like smacks you right at the butt. <laughs> Same race directors in their hills at the end. I don't understand it. Why do they do but, that? Yeah, it's, it's a great course. It's a fun weekend. Um, I'm also doing a Baltimore 10 miler. I have, I need to go in with a better attitude. I really didn't care for the course that much this last time that I did it. Um, so maybe it's just, maybe I was just having a cranky day. Who knows? So and out there, I'm doing the, um, the Cedar point. I want to do that so much, but I can't, that looks, that look like a blast. And what else did you do with the, um, the Shawshank? So like if you're in somewhat the Ohio area or can get there, that's a really fun race weekend because they're only about 45 minutes from each other. So the Shawshank one's on Saturday and then we drive to Cedar point for Sunday morning is, um, you could do a 5k 10, 5k 10k or half for Cedar. And it's really cheap. It's like $70 and you get two days, I think maybe $80. You get two days of park tickets. That's awesome. So it's a What weekend is that again, Jackie? Um, I think like Jan June 4th or 5th around there. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I think it's the following, isn't it the following weekend from Buffalo? I think there's one in between. Okay. I'd have to double check. Maybe it's the following. I'd have to get my calendar. I think that's the same weekend as the Baltimore 10 miler. And that's why... It was out for me. Mm. One of these years, I'll do that. Yeah, it's fine. And Jackie, do you think you'll do the Christmas Story run again? Oh, yeah, definitely doing that. That's a tradition. Christmas Story run, just first week of December, Cleveland. I think that's just become a family staple. Oh, and I'm, I'm doing, I forgot to tell you guys, I'm doing the Hershey. Hershey 10K, and that is early April. Taking the family. So we're going to go do, that's another great. Fun. That's a real, that's a great one, too. That's really fun. I haven't done that yet. Every year I have something else going on, but that's on my wish list. It's a fun, it's a fun little getaway. Bob and I have a goal. We're going to bike the year, the bike the, the year 2018, where we're going to um, try to bike between the two of us 2018 miles. So, oh, that's cool. so far we have a big zero. So <laughs> we need to get on it. <laughs> it's a little tougher in the cold. Yeah. I think. You don't sweat the same way. You don't warm up and you, you the roads make a difference too. I, I, I don't go on the roads. We only do trails. I'm too much of a wimp. I just, no. Nope. And the, are there snow? You don't really have snow right now, do you? Do you? No, but I've only, I've been hit a couple times on my road and I'm like, nah. <laughs> there are trails I can't even really run on because there's so much snow on them. Unless I put my... You were running with, with cleats or something the other day. Are you in... Yeah, I have the... um. The spikes, like the running spikes? Yeah, I remember they just had them. Um, yeah, they're like, they're from due north, and they're like these like rubber things you stretch over the bottom of yeah, the Yeah, I have a set of those. Yeah, they're awesome. They're, I've used those. I mean, I don't have to use them too much, but when it's icy, I definitely. We actually use them more for the shoveling the snow outside in the driveway, but. <laughs> <laughs> nope. the if, if the second you need them, this girl's on the treadmill. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was so mad too because I had them and I was all ready. I'm gonna, I was like, I'm gonna run five miles, and at 4.3 miles, I dropped my phone and it shattered, and I was so mad that I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just going home. So it was like 4.65. It was an expensive training run that cost me 160 dollars. Thank you, Al. Oh my goodness, I would have cried. I wanted to, but anyways, so um. Yeah, hopefully the snow will be gone pretty soon. That'll make that'll help with definitely with training here. So those are our goals. 
Um, we'd like to hear more about your goals and a great place to do that is at Joy for Miles Running Club because um, that's really all we talk about is people's training, uh, races you're training for, uh, what, are, what you're looking to accomplish this year and how we can help. So, uh, And it's also a great place to ask some questions. So we have some questions from some of our Joy for Miles Running Club members uh, that I figured we could probably burn through and see how many we can get through today. Sure. Sound good? Awesome. All right. I was supposed to say awesome. It kind of sounded like something else, didn't it? <laughs> Sorry. Lars <laughs> has got different things on her brain right now. I'm telling you. Um, so Jeremy DeLong writes, I would like to hear the different, about the difference between training for a normal run Disney challenge and how you guys train for Dopey. Do you train for these things? Yeah, I guess. I heard mm. about it. <laughs> for me, when it comes to Dopey, I, I don't, I, I'm not, you know, some runners would hate me, but I don't, train for the dopey part i just focus on the marathon exactly yeah like i just am like get me to my 26 miles because i know i can do the other three mm -hmm. i know i can take it easy if i need to and then for me personally it's just the the marathon i focus on i'm not someone who like worried about the the muscle recovery in between each day because i know i'm not pushing it mm -hmm. yeah if you're trained for a marathon the other races are going to take care of themselves, I think. Uh, and I, I, know that's, I don't want to make that sound very simplistic, but um, I know a lot of people try to focus on doing back-to-back -back runs. I did some of those, like you, you know, running maybe eight miles one day, eight the next, just to see how you kind of feel. Um, typically, when I train, training for a marathon, I try to do at least two runs a week, uh, a long run of double digits and a smaller run of like four to six miles, depending upon uh, the week or how I'm feeling. Uh, so, but again, if you're, if you're training for a marathon by the, and you do everything right, by the time you get to dopey, you'll be fine. Keep in mind, it is an athletic challenge. We're not diminishing it by any chance, by any stretch, but like Jackie said, you can definitely get by, the, especially with the 5k and 10k, uh, by taking a much more lax attitude towards, um, you know, go, you don't have to go all out for it. I also worry sometimes the back-to-backs ahead of time would cause an injury. Mm -hmm. I, I yeah, overtraining can be bad too. I just feel like, you know, I'd rather go into the race healthy and get my money, get, be able to do it. I don't want to get hurt before I even get there. I'm, I'm, I tend to be a little more cautious when it comes to that stuff. I think for um, Dopey, something important to consider is cross training. You really yes. have to cross train. If you just focus on running only and you're not strengthening your muscles, you're not, you know, it's, you're going to be putting yourself up for risk for injury and being sore. And it is important to have time on your feet you don't have to run these super huge back-to-back -back runs, even if you just go out and walk. You know, like if you have a long run on Sunday and you go out for a, for a walk on Saturday, you're just spending time on your feet and, and getting yourself moving. So um, are we talking about how we trained? Is that coming up in another question or? Well, so, um, so Claire Marianne asked specifically about things we do to cross-train. Uh -huh. um, but we'll actually kind of save that and shelve that. We're going to actually come back to that and do a whole show around cross training uh, coming up. Um, but I think that's a good point, Laura. Walking, I mean, people kind of poo-poo walking, but I, I, I've always said anytime you're looking to increase distance, walk mm -hmm. it first. You want to run a marathon? Go walk 26 miles and see what that feels like. Um, just, you know, from the, the sense of what it's like to be on the road for that long, um, how, how it is to be on your feet for that long, get a sense of what that distance actually looks like. So you can kind of mentally prepare for it and you're kind of warming yourself up to be able to run to it. And cycling too, if you have a stationary bike, um, mm -hmm. that is 
wonderful um, for cross training because you're not spending like you, you don't want to cross train with like a really high intense program like insanity where you're jumping up and down putting a lot of strain and stress on your Achilles a bike that's what saved me for my dopey training um, cycling is, is amazing uh, or if you just want to um, do a lot more yoga yoga is fantastic because not only is it going to strengthen you and your core but it's going to stretch you out really well as well so i actually love payo i i'm totally in love with payo now it's like my favorite that's don't ask me who does it charlene charlene i can't even remember her last name but it's a beach body program okay uh, Stacy McCarty asks, are the three of us planning on running any races 2019 marathon weekend? <laughs> well, had you asked this question in December, you would have gotten a completely different answer. You would have been like, no, yeah. it'll, uh -uh, it'll change forget it. This is too much, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> it depends on the mood in some of our households, but yeah. Um, I, I definitely want to do the marathon again. I, yes. I yeah, me too. That race, it's affordable. <laughs> it's the most bang for your buck. Um, there's so much. It's so fun. Um, and then I'm thinking maybe the following year, 2020, mm -hmm. maybe goofy at least because then it's a um, it's an anniversary medal. Oh yeah. So I, I like my special medals there. So and I do we do need to get a half. Well, I know you always do princess, but for me next year. I have to get a half if we're going to do Paris because we've got to get our Chateau de Castle medal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do. So that would take that, nip that out right, right away. Yeah. That's what I'm leaning towards. We'll see what, how things pan out, but uh, you know, barring any issues, I'd like to be at least to be able to do the marathon. Maybe goofy. I would like to at least do that. Go and run just one race, right? Even though it's a marathon, <laughs> got to have some sort of a challenge, right? I would want to do the full and then I want to do dopey in 2020 because yeah. I do love the dopey challenge. <laughs> but none of us are doing dopey. We're going on record as saying it, not doing dopey next year. Doing dopey. Nope. When yes. is registration open? <laughs> April. <laughs> well, you know, this will be the first star Wars will be the first race weekend in a long time where Laura, we are just, I know Rob, you're doing the whole thing, but Laura and I are just doing the half. So it's yeah. going to be, Thing. And we're going to get a vibe. Like, do we feel like we're missing out? Were we happy with it? Like, so I think that'll help us with um, marathon weekend next year. If we want to do goofy compared to the, just the fall, mm -hmm. you know, will we feel like we're missing out? Oh, I can tell you that once I see the medals, I'm going to be like, Oh man, I want a medal too, <laughs> but it's okay. We're going to cheer. We're going to do the half and have fun. It's all cool. And we saved a lot of money, Jackie, because you and I lately, <laughs> Last year, we got a little carried away. Oh, Disneyland, Avengers. Gosh, we did a lot of races, especially in California twice. That was a worth lot. it. I'm so fun. glad we did that. Okay, we did Avengers. Sorry. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. Mm -hmm. We'll move on. Well, speaking of kind of run Disney events and weekends and challenges, Megan Brower wants to know, I would love to hear about how you make the most of your park time during run Disney race weekends vacations. I find it's a delicate balance between... Uh, and I'm interested to hear how you plan for enjoying the parks during racecations. I was actually just going to touch base on that. And then I lost my train of thought when it can't comes to 
dopey this past year. I feel like we really didn't enjoy park time much. It was mm -hmm. so limited. And so that's kind of why I'm excited for Star Wars because like I do love our times together in the parks. We have so much fun and I love character stops. And um, so I'm, I'm thinking hopefully maybe scaling it back or taking breaks from dopey will make it a little easier. I miss that. I miss the dance hall. I miss doing all this stuff. And the challenges have really been what's changed that. Once they threw those challenges out, we stopped having those like late nights at the parks because we, we got to get up early, you know, more often. Mm -hmm. So I, I'd like to change that up a little bit. I'd like to bring back some of our park time. Yeah. Uh, well, it, was, it was just so cold. And you all were going to the parks and I was like, I just I cannot handle the cold right now. But yeah, I know when um, we're not always <laughs> known for making mature choices at times. I think there was a one and dine weekend where I think we averaged eight hours sleep the whole weekend. It was a blast. Uh, but yeah, if it's a half marathon challenge weekend, we definitely do allow ourselves some more park time, you know, because we're conditioned and you need to keep that in mind when you're training. You're not only training to run these races, but you also want to be able to enjoy the parks. But we do kind of like, we don't do the power touring. Uh, we're not like zigzagging across the park to hit all these major rides. Mm -hmm. We don't always do rug drop. Um, we make uh, fast passes to help with lines. And we kind of like go in to have fun, but we're, we're a lot more relaxed. And for the most part, we make sure that if we do make a dinner ADR, it's around five o'clock. Uh, because you don't want to be coming back late and maybe getting a crowded bus and having to wait at the bus stop and, and that adds to your stress level. So you do need to, you know, the first priority has to be the race. And, and another tip too is you want to bring um, good recovery shoes, whether they're flip-flops like Ufos or um, the Tiva Mushes or like a pair of running shoes that you have retired for running but are still good, good to walk around the parks. You know, during a dopey weekend or any type of race weekend, it's not the time to bring the cute sandals and the cute shoes. You need to take care of your feet. And also, sorry, guys, sorry. Um, recover well after each race. You know, I'm guilty of this. You get excited. You don't get the protein in. You don't get the, the hydration in. You know, recover well. Take care of your feet. Be realistic with your park time. And you can still have a blast. It's a hard question for us to answer because we have the good fortune of going a lot. You yes. know, if you're somebody that doesn't get a chance to go very often or doesn't have an annual pass, I mean, the part time is going to be just as important as the races. So you've mm -hmm. got to, you, you got to be able to fit it in. Um, but like Laura said, you got to be smart about it. You can't go commando. <laughs> I know. Go I felt this Shannon during Dopey Weekend bought, you know, this hopper ticket and she doesn't get to go a lot. And yeah. I, I think she wasted it even maybe one or two days of it and, the one day, you know, we were tired. We, we didn't necessarily want to go, but we're like, we have to get our money's worth. I mean, and we went, we had a good time, but we would have been just as happy sometimes sitting in the room. But again, we've, especially me, I, you know, and like Rob was saying, we get to go more often. Yes. yes. We're in a different boat. But the benefit to the, 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 you know, the, uh, the, the, the magic bands and stuff is you get to make at least three fast passes in advance. So if you, if you're smart about it mm -hmm. and schedule your three fast passes, your three key attractions, um, you can kind of plan a few things around that and it, it just helps, you know, from a planning standpoint, make sure you can get in a few must do's at least, um, each day. Uh, but again, that's a good point, Jackie, be smart with, you know, your ticket purchases too. If you're you know, these race weekends, it's very hard to park up, uh, effectively and really make it worth your while. So you may want to say, oh, the park up is not worth it for a race weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, be a little bit smarter in that regard. 
Um, so, but and also, if you don't, if you want to save some money, Disney Springs is a great place to visit. Uh, a lot of fun there, and mm-hmm. you know, you can resort hop or something, and and still have a good time. So, yeah, we could probably do a whole other show on this. I know we better stop because you're going to get us on Disney talking. I know this is where we go off on our tangents. Uh, Laura, you mentioned shoes. We got a couple of shoe questions here. Laura Chapel wants to know how many pairs of shoes do we train in for Dopey, and and where do we get our costumes? Hmm. I went through, well, I purchased, um, the one thing you definitely want to do um, is when you're into these heavy, high mileage weekends, it's not a really good time to change your shoe model or your shoe type uh, because your feet become accustomed to a certain railing system or different padding and just something, you know, can throw you off uh, when you get into the high mileage. So I did purchase two extra shoes. I wear the Hoka Arahis. Um, it has a meta rocker system. I need that because of my feet issues. So I purchased um, two spares at the start of my training. And then I would rotate um, after my one retired, I would rotate between those other two. Um, for me, I, I have feet issues as well. I just have, I have a very hard time finding shoes that fit. And back in, before my very first half in 2013, I found the Brooks Pure Connects, which I fell in love with. It was the first time in my life I could run more than three miles with my feet not hurting and loved them. And then they changed them for the model, like Pure Connect two and three. I did not like them. So I started going on eBay and trying to find like that shoe. And that lasted me a few years. And then finally they came out with the model four and now they've discontinued that. So I'm back to like scavenging eBay looking for this model shoe and I'm like panicking because they don't make them anymore. So I'm yeah, that's why when you find a shoe that you really like, if you can afford it, buy two mm-hmm. just yeah. for this reason. I have about five pairs of them and I should have been more careful of like keeping track of how many miles. I could kind of tell by the wear and tear by now, but um, I, I just, I have the same, I have probably six pairs of the same exact shoe. I'm not going to tracking either. And it's very easy to do. If you have a Garmin or some type of GPS, normally in the app, you can select what shoe you're wearing for that race or run. I was going to say, that leads us into Bradley Wilkinson wanted to know what is our favorite running shoe. Uh, and for me, it's Brooks Glycerins, uh, but it wasn't always that way. I, I used to be an Asics guy, um, but then something wasn't feeling right with one of them. And then I actually got fitted and they were like, you're in the wrong type of shoe. <laughs> Uh, they suggested the Brooks Glycerins, and it's been great ever ever since. But to Jackie's point, sometimes when they change the model, mm-hmm. they're not as good. So you have to kind of actually try them out and and see like you know what the changes are if they feel differently. Uh, might be a, a you know your favorite shoe might not be your favorite shoe anymore. You may have to switch gears, or if you're fortunate enough, find some older pairs on on eBay like Jackie does. I'm gonna look after this. I haven't looked in a few. <laughs> <laughs> I know I got to get some new, sh- new shoes here soon. I'm like yeah. It's a model 15 now. I'm like, I haven't tried the 15s yet. I'm nervous. Oh, uh-oh. Cooper loves those too. I'm like specific. Beer, Brooks Pure Connect 4, size 7.5. <laughs> it's easy to search because there's so any something very specific. Hoka so. Arahi size 9. 9.5 or 9? I can't remember. 9, I think. I will say with the Hoka's, I absolutely love them, but they don't last as long. The cushioning, there's so much cushion in these that you know it tends to like lose its cushioning faster than other models especially for men um or you know who are larger for my size i can get away with a little bit more but yeah definitely want to switch them out every 300 to 500 miles and for me i'm closer to the 300 range 
And do you guys use like any sort of inserts, super feed inserts? Do you do anything like that? Not anymore. Yeah. Oh, I wait, 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 I have custom orthotics. I have to run a custom orthotics. Hmm. I forgot about that. How could I forget with those price tags? I know. <laughs> I used to do the super feed thing, uh, but then I found after a while it would actually kind of hurt my feet more. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if it's maybe the wrong type, but I actually find that just having the regular running shoe now is just better. So, all right. Any other thoughts on shoes? No, but to touch base on costumes, I, we didn't. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about the costume. Uh, um, costumes, like we've evolved over the years. Um, we're definitely getting a little more, you know, detail with our costumes thank, thank god you. amazon i'm gonna say so much little touches of how we've bought on amazon like our furry leg warmers or simple tank tops that match all the same colors for, for us sorry especially for us girls um a couple things on etsy here and there mm -hmm. you know we had our ears our, our alien ears and our up ears um so etsy amazon and then sometimes oh spark athletic yes that seems to be a staple to most of our costumes and good old joint fabrics yeah i've done well in etsy there are a couple um uh sellers i kind of blanking on right now but like i've also found like if you're not seeing something specific you can also reach out to some of these people and they'll custom things for you prices will vary on that depending on what they're doing um but that's an option too because if you're like me and you can't sew with a lick <laughs> <laughs> um you need a little bit of help so uh ain't nothing wrong with that we need to get Rob a glue gun. <laughs> that, that, I can already tell you that would not go well. <laughs> you know, some things at Joanne Fabrics and Etsy. We've bought a couple things off Etsy. But, um, you know, sometimes those prices add up. So luckily we have Laura here that she's saved us many times and has made us lots of matching ears to go with our costumes. I just did a video on that if anyone's curious. Um, I did a tutorial video that was such a pain to film. I'm never going to do another crafting. <laughs> it didn't look like a pain. You did really well. I mean, it looked very easy. There was pain behind that smile, Jackie. Because <laughs> you, you, you never know how many steps you need to explain. Like, you know, do you have to explain that you trace out before cutting or people, people aren't that dumb? But yeah, it, it turned out cute. I was, I was glad that I got a lot of response. And I got some pictures sent to me already of people who made their ears and they look fantastic. So I'm loving that. I need every little step, I will admit. When we did the USO, like I kept rewinding. Oh my gosh. What did I miss? What did I miss? So I, I, I love those kind of videos because people like me, I do not have the common sense. I need, I need it step by step. <laughs> oh, thanks for doing that. Wait, does this mean I have to make my own ears now? <laughs> Oh, look at that. Now, I will always make your ears. No worries. Refer to the video, Jackie. Just follow the video, and yours will look just as good, if not better, than what Laura does. No, that'll never be better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a couple more here. Uh, Dan Davis, dangerous Danny Davis, uh, if you're wrestling this. I don't think it's the same one. Uh, <laughs> do they have any men merchandise, Laura, at the Princess Expo? I didn't see anything during the tease. No, I have never seen any princess uh, half marathon themed men's wear. It is a women's oriented race, but they will have a, a lot of non-race specific Run Disney gear in both the, the ladies and the guys there. So hopefully that'll, they'll take care of you there. Laura, are all the shirts typically uh, female cut or are they just, or some could some guys get away with buying some of like the 
the princess stuff based off the, the different cuts? Is there, or are they all the same? Yeah, they're, they're, they're cut for, for the gals. Okay. Um, you, you never know. And maybe uh, some of the jackets, I know some jackets that they sell out does have, they do have a boxier cut. So maybe they would work. And then of course, you know, they're going to have the, um, the baseball cap again this year that, you know, is non-gender specific. Um, and they have lots of pins, magnets, some cool stuff. So it's going to be crazy. Oh my gosh. It's going to be insane because they only made 500 of this princess themed magic band and the Dooney and Burke style. It's, it's going to be insane. So once again, we are going late. <laughs> can't, I can't guys. Well, they just released the expo map, right? And the new building's in play now, right? Yes, that's kind of exciting. So we are eagerly awaiting your report on all this, Laura, because... So we know what to do for Star Wars. I know. <laughs> Am I facing time from the bathroom, you know, crouching down in the corner, shaking, sucking my thumb? <laughs> Come, save me. Uh, Lisa Klossick would like to know, what is the average price to use Uber to get to expo or in the morning for races? all dependent upon where you're coming from. But on average, I don't think the Uber rides are more than 10 to 15 bucks. If you're doing like the standard Uber, um, XL would probably be a little bit more if you, if you're getting like the minivan or something, but I don't think I've ever paid more than 10, 15 bucks for an Uber ride anywhere on property. Yeah. yeah. And if from um, all stars, it's about six to $7. Yeah. That's worth it. Mm -hmm. And I know the minivans are an option, but they just up those prices. Now it's a flat $25 to go anywhere on property with the, with the, the Lyft minivan. So to me, Uber's still the better value. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely, definitely worth it. If you're not renting a car, use it. Especially, especially for the expo. Um, I just find it's a lot less stressful. I did hear a rumor, I don't know, should I share? That um, the minivans, I don't know if it's in place even yet, um, are gonna become complimentary for concierge level. Yes. I hadn't heard that yet. I mean, they are looking for more perks for the higher level people, like the concierge club level people, but who knows? And that's not us, so. <laughs> Unless so we have sponsors <laughs> who would like to pony up the price for club level for us, that'd be great. Although um, we would take that music for more races rather than. <laughs> I know. Well, that's the trade off, right? What's important to you, right? We'd rather. Right, right. Um, and lastly, uh, we have Laura Chappelle, who's already looking ahead to 2020. Any idea when Marathon will be in 2020? I got lucky with school being out this time. Hmm. Roughly the same time, but hard to know. Uh, I think it's a week later, right? Yeah, I mean, it's... That would be great. Yeah, it'd be great. I mean, maybe not for her if she needs the, 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 the kids out of school, but... You have to look uh, at a calendar and see, because you could kind of predict it, because it can't be... This is this year was probably the closest it would ever be to New Year's. Yes, it fell because you can't have it. It's usually the week before Martin Luther King. It's the weekend before that. I think it's going to be the fourth. I mean, um, I think it's going to be early. Just my prediction. I'm just looking at the calendar. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be around the same time. Of course, I could be totally wrong. I have been a bazillion times before. But when, we should know. On your calendar, what date is that for that year? Um, the Wednesday would be the, uh, the first though, maybe that's too soon. And then yeah. Wednesday, January 8th would be the next option as the start. That's I probably think, what it is. Yeah. So. Yeah. They wouldn't have the expo on the first on New Year's day. I don't think so. I, I think it's going to actually be like, the that would be fantastic too. I would love that. I would love to be wrong. <laughs> you know, 
Um, but we should know probably later this year. I think typically they have the race calendar out by the, uh, I think August, I think, right? Right. August, September-ish for the following for 2020. Because 2019 is out there right now. We can, yeah. we can go and see what all the races are for 2019. Um, I think that came out a few months ago. So I think it's later in the year we should have 2020's calendar up too. When, when does Star Wars open? For next year? Yeah. So 20, it's 2019, right? Yeah. I don't know. It would be cool though if they added. I don't think it's, it's not announced yet because they haven't had this year's Star Wars. We just know when um, Wine and Dine uh, – Marathon Weekend Princess is. Wine and Dine is going to be opening up in March. So get those pennies ready, girl. Mm-hmm, coming up. And then I'm wondering if the, once the construction's done, maybe there's hope. I mean, listen, I could be hopeful of another, right? Because I think that's why it's, you know, they got rid of some. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Well, those are some good questions this week. Thank you so much for sending those in. We always appreciate answering your questions. Uh, and if you haven't already, join the Joyful Miles Running Club so you can, um, you know, help each other out ask some more questions uh, there. Uh, we'll probably do another Q&A show uh, upcoming. Um, and you can also tweet at us on Twitter or follow our regular Facebook page. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and of course, uh, YouTube and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. If you have a sec, leave us a review. We appreciate those things. They certainly help. Uh, I'll put links to all of these things in the show notes, uh, as well as some of the things we talked about today. So you, you know, if you forgot something or you didn't write it down, It'll be in the show notes for you, or you can just ask. We'll let you know. Um, and thank you so much for listening. Always, always, the, the support has been fantastic. Uh, the, the engagement's been fantastic, so we really do appreciate it. Uh, and for Jackie, Lara, and myself, we want to thank you for listening. Have a joyful week, and we'll see you next week. Bye, Take care, everybody. Now, Jackie, it's morning, so we don't have to worry about waking anybody up. <laughs> <laughs> I have the whole house to myself. It's like, dogs didn't even budge. I know. We should do this every week. That's great. The heck with work. We'll just give it up and do this. (laughs) Woo!